This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that examines notable events that happened years ago today. I'm Gabe Luzier, and on today's episode, we're talking about the complicated history of Alexander Twilight, a black man who broke glass ceilings right under the nose of his white contemporaries. The day was Tuesday, September 9th, 1823. A college student named Alexander Twilight received his bachelor's degree, becoming the first person of African descent to achieve this honor in the United States. Alexander's life began on September 23, 1795, in the town of Corinth, Vermont. Alexander was the third of six children, born to Ichabod and Mary Twilight. His father is believed to have been of mixed race, and his mother is believed to have been white. This would make Alexander roughly one-quarter African-American. He was studious from a young age. When he turned eight, he began working on a neighbor's farm, and in his free time, he learned reading, writing, and math. At age 20, Alexander enrolled in grammar school, where he completed six years of secondary education and two years of college-level courses. This allowed him to enter Middlebury College in 1821 as a junior. Two years later, he graduated alongside 17 other men and received a Bachelor of Arts degree. It's important to note that while Middlebury proudly claims Alexander as their first African-American graduate today, there is no evidence that the college knew he was black at the time. In fact, when Alexander attended, Middlebury, like all other U.S. colleges, was only open to white men. This implies that Alexander was fair-skinned enough to pass as white. Further evidence for this theory has been uncovered through the research of Twilight scholar and professor emeritus of history, Bill Hart. He examined the Twilight family's census records and determined they had been alternately counted as black or white depending on the year. For example, the 1800 census marked the Twilight family as, quote, all other free persons meaning they were black people who were not enslaved. However, beginning with the 1810 census, the Twilight family's racial identity was listed as white. The reason for this discrepancy is unknown, but Professor Hart speculates that it came down to who answered the door. During the 1800 census, Alexander's mixed-race father was still alive, which could explain why the census-taker assumed the family was black. However, Ichabod Twilight passed away during the 10-year census gap. This could mean that Alexander's white mother answered the door in 1810, and as a result, she and her six children were all assumed to be the same race. Whichever way it happened, Alexander was identified as white and continued to be until his death. This ambiguity may have worked in Alexander's favor, enabling him to bypass the inherently unjust system that would have otherwise limited his opportunities as a black man during the era of slavery. After graduating from Middlebury, Alexander became a teacher in Peru, New York, where he met his future wife, Mercy Ladd Merrill. Just as he did as a child, Alexander used his free time to further his education. 
this time studying theology and becoming ordained as a minister. By 1829, Alexander was the acting pastor of the Brownington Congregational Church and the principal of the Orleans County Grammar School in Brownington, Vermont. During his time as principal, Alexander boosted enrollment and oversaw construction of a bigger school and boarding house, which he called Athenian Hall. While still viewed as a white man by the public, it's interesting to note that some of Alexander's students described him as a man of darker complexion than most. Alexander continued his string of accomplishments by being elected to the Vermont House of Representatives in 1836. He was the first African American to do so, though again, most people were likely unaware of this milestone. Alexander continued working off and on as a pastor and school leader until 1855, when he suffered a stroke and was left paralyzed. He died two years later, and was buried in a cemetery at the church where he preached. The handwritten notes for his sermons reveal that Alexander viewed human history as a progressive journey toward individual freedom, one that was directed by God and guided by human conscience. Although he was not an abolitionist, he preached on multiple occasions that slavery had no place in any true Christian society or democracy. Today, Alexander's Athenian Hall still stands. It's now known as the Old Stone House and serves as the Orleans County Historical Society and Museum. His pioneering achievements are finally seen for what they are, and his birthday, September 23rd, is officially designated by his home state as Alexander Twilight Day. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have any comments or suggestions for a historical event you'd like to see covered on the show, you can drop me a line at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.